Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini. And Jen, we are having biblical rains here in New York today. Oh, really? Biblical. What, what, um, like, what is it? Are you having a hurricane? Why? It's the weather podcast again. Are you, is it a hurricane? <laughs> what is it? I think it's the leftovers from a hurricane. Okay. Okay. We're just having so. dry weather here. It's all been fine. It's been kind of perfect. Last night was the full moon. And I went mm. for my full moon, my uh, moon hike that I go on, my hippie moon hike. Do you go alone or do you go with people? I go with my friend Quinn and it's the moonrise and the sunset at the same time. You see them both at the top of the mountain in Griffith Park um, or hill. I don't know. Are they mountains at this in a city? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck is it? I don't know. It was very nice. It was very nice. Um, my friend Quinn was a little bit giving me the business because... Um, I don't know. I guess I'm a structure person. Like she was like, why don't you have your, why didn't you, why did you get a job and not like have your own sub stack? Like, why didn't you like, why this, why that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I guess I like having a job. It's like the working class thing in me. Like other things just don't make sense to me as much. I have a really hard time. It's not that I'm not entrepreneurial, but I think I like structure. I think I'm a job. You know, person. I understand that in a new way about you since I'm reading your book. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. What part are you up to in my book? Um post lucky. You're pregnant. Oh God. You're pregnant. A baby has not appeared. Oh, baby's about to appear. That's uh <laughs> that's <laughs> no, but I think I am. I, I don't know what that means about me, but I, I I think of myself as being like, you ever think about this? Like I think about myself as being kind of a courageous and ballsy person, but when it actually comes down to it, I'm not actually that courageous and ballsy. Not that that fucking, none of it matters. But anyway, that's something I've been thinking about. If you're a structure person or not a structure person, I think I do better with structure. Well, I would say again, since I'm reading your book, I would describe you as a very courageous and ballsy person who took many chances and stepped into many situations where they didn't know what they were going to find. That's really nice. And now I'm going to cry. Let's not cry on the podcast. <laughs> I'm such a crybaby. Oh, I'm such a crybaby. I'm just feeling like such a puss, you know? Anyway, I'm super excited about my new job. And hi, Yahoo people. By the way, I've been getting <laughs> slacked by Yahoo people who listen to the show. So hello. Oh, really? Yes. They're like, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. I'm like, I can't either. I went back to Yahoo, everyone. <laughs> that's the big, that's the big headline. I went back to Yahoo as a um, as a beauty writer. Um, I went basically back to the job I had 15 years ago, which was a job I really loved a lot. And then anyway, so I'm going to be a beauty writer. If anybody's not reading our Facebook or our Patreon, um, I am now a, a beauty writer for women post 40, but really for women post 50. And that's going to be my entire beat, which I'm excited about. I can't wait. And you're going to get so much product. I Well, I've already started, but... I'm also like learning about trends. Like, do you know what mermaid core is? 
I feel like I, that sounds vaguely familiar. Is it like with long flowy hair and no, it's nothing. No, it's not no. Little Mermaid at all. It's all about like a dewy face. Okay. It's all about like a wet looking face. So there's all these products that just bring a lot of hydration to your face. It's similar to, because now I'm on this whole track, it's similar <laughs> to the glazed donut look. Oh, which I know about because that's Haley Bieber. That was yes. her invention. So exactly. So it's, which I, let's not even mention that I knew that. I love, I love that you knew that, but like, I mermaid core is they're creating these products now to give you like a very, very, it's like, it's like a wet look basically. So hmm. a lot of these like young people, TikTok trends are actually amazingly good for older hmm. skin. Like I'm so excited to translate like the young, I've been on TikTok. It's been a fucking nightmare, but like, <laughs> it's like, I'm very excited to figure out like the old, what, what will work for us, you know, mm -hmm. like, I'm into it. I did my idea memo in like three hours. I was like, and also thinning hair. And also, <laughs> yes. it's not that hard when you're actually going through all of it. Exactly. Just start at the feet and move up. Exactly. 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 So anyway, that's my week. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You know, I'm accepting that summer is well and truly completely over. Is it cold too there? Um, it's a little chilly. And I've been thinking about myself like this time last year compared to now. And as far as I can tell, there's one big difference. And what is it? <laughs> I think about Taylor Swift a lot more now. <laughs> Wait. Well, because she was all over my reels all summer mm -hmm. because of this tour and because like, you know, and then she did this thing. Maybe I talked about this on the podcast. I don't know if I've shared my newfound Taylor Swift fascination with the podcast, but she did this thing where she gave all the Teamster truckers on her tour, mm -hmm. of which there are dozens mm -hmm. because the, the set is so um, complicated and big, and gave them all $100,000 bonuses. Wow. Wow. I mean, that tour, imagine how much money she made on that tour. I mean, an insane. And she's still making it. The, the, she, she mints money. Yeah. She mints money. But there are two pieces that I read recently. One of them was from a psychotherapist who works mostly with adolescent girls talking about their incredible anxiety about going to see Taylor Swift. Wow. Like, okay. what am I going to do while the opening band is playing? What am I going to do while she, before she gets on stage? How am I going to react? Yeah. This has led, and this wasn't in the article, but I choose to believe it from the person who told me this has led to the sale of a lot of adult diapers for people who are going to be attending the show. Come on, get out of here. Get out of town. I can't. I'm just telling Adult diapers for like true. adult diapers for like teenagers. For like because you're gonna pee yourself. I like that happened it. when the Beatles came. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe because I don't know. I think you might be know. right. Maybe it's it could, not true. It could totally, it could totally be true. It could totally be true. But here's my question. All right. Like, yes, of course she's fucking fascinating as a phenomenon. Here is my real question to you. Yes. Do you like Taylor Swift's music? I sing some songs to myself. <laughs> I mean, I think that there are certain, I like We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. I like Shake It Off. Okay, yes. They're not, I mean, Paul's like, these are novelty songs, Kim. And that may be true. I like I'm the problem, it's me, whatever that is. It's yeah. me, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me. I, I can relate to that song <laughs> I just think she's better than she has to be, you know, I, and, and I think that's maybe why she's so huge, because she's a better songwriter than she'd probably have to be. She's a better performer. I mean, than most young pop stars. Yes. Of course, she's not that young anymore either. She's 33. Right. Which I know because I've read every single article about her and the football players she's dating. Oh, my God. Well, apparently, like now those football, those those football sales of those tickets, tickets, jerseys, yes, they, they call them jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but tickets to the games yes, have also. Yeah, tickets to the games, but also the jerseys, but also the games. That's that's what I was looking for. That, I love that. <laughs> I just love the idea of a bunch of Taylor Swift fans like showing up at a Kansas City Chiefs game <laughs> to see Taylor Swift and scream. I just love the like the the, the joining of these two disparate groups. 
No. And you know what else I like about her? Like she has good style and it's evolving. She's always evolving her style. Like she, like for whatever that, whatever that like moody one was when she had the braids as headband and all of the knits mm-hmm. and the wool. And it was like, you know, all like rainy and misty and moody. Uh, she had that look like now she's in more of a glamorous, like red lipstick look. Like she yeah. always, she always looks good, which I, I appreciate, I appreciate an evolving style. I always felt, um, I mean, this was probably for mental health reasons and a number of other things, but I always felt sad seeing Britney Spears, someone with so much money walking around a, you know, gas station barefoot. Like I was always like, oh man, something has gone. There's been, something's broken in the system, you know, man, Britney Spears. Did you see the, um, photographs of her like dancing with knives? Oh, no. I stopped following her. I had to stop following her. I knew this because I look at the New York Post app too much. Okay. And it occurred to me, like, whatever that conservatorship was, was clearly bad news. But, like, this woman is obviously not okay. No, she's she's obviously not okay. And, you know, who knows if it's the result of the conservatorship or if it's like, like who, who knows what actually went on there, you know? Yeah. So look, we hijacked our, we hijacked our podcast and we're talking about pop stars. I know who, who knew we're not like the popcast or whatever those uh, fancy New York times podcast uh, podcasts are. I have to tell the listeners that um, I have been talking to Romolini for a while now doing these podcasts and she always does them in her office. And I always like, you know, how when you're at the shrink, the shrink has like a painting on the wall and maybe a little sculpture and a thing and your eye has somewhere to settle while you're talking, <laughs> yes. you know, it's like I would look at the cats on the chair in your office, or I would look at the misfits poster or the weird little stuffed animal you had. And now you have like a, basically a step and repeat, <laughs> basically a wall with triangles on it. And so my eye doesn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> Just me. And I'm not a little mad about it. <laughs> I had to become professional. I like took this room back from the cats. I, it's just, I realized what had happened. Like once I finished, once I locked my book, finished my book, everything was done. There was no more book. And I came into this office with fresh eyes and I was like, oh, we're just three feral beasts. Like this is disgusting. <laughs> Like, I just like, I cleaned it out. I cleaned out like five boxes of trash. It was just like bad. Like you start to realize like your mental illness in a moment like that. When I realized there was just all this mail that I just mail, just piles of mail I had not dealt with. And like, you know, sticky notes for the book. It just so many memoirs marked up, but just in piles, it was disgusting. So I cleaned up the whole office. I changed the position of my desk. I got a better lighting system and I got these stickers, these wall decals. That's what they are. They're wall decals. Yes. Amazing. And amazing. It like, it looks so good in here. And I actually feel so much more professional being in this room. So it's, you know, it's, it's bad for you. Bad for you. you. Good. Bad for you. Good for me. (laughs) And really only bad for me in in, 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 it. But it is like you're sitting in front of like an an 80s video game. Oh, totally. Because some of the triangles are black and some of the triangles are just the outline. And it looks like the outlines are trying to eat the black ones. That's all. Uh, that's, that's all. No, it is totally the shrink. Like if the shrink changes their decor from week to week, you're like, wait, why is that clock not there anymore? What is I know, and then, and then you have to talk about it. Yeah. And then you have to talk about it. And they're like, so, so is it upsetting to you that I, that I moved the tissues? <laughs> <laughs> Would you, would you prefer them closer? You know, it's like, oh, fuck off. Oh my God. I had a shrink once who wouldn't let me bring coffee in. It was when I was in New York. Wouldn't let me bring coffee in or bring a beverage in. It was like, it was like I was masking or something because I was like, you know, holding the beverage in front of my face. Oh, stop. I was, I once had a therapist who, if I got there early or on time, even on certain days, she would come out and tell me to leave because she had a patient who didn't want anyone to see her. Oh, come on. And so like in the rain and the snow, you just have to go walk around the block a few times so that, and it wasn't anybody famous. It was just this person 
who didn't want anyone to see them. I mean, look, it is awkward as shit seeing another person at the therapist. Like it is, there's <laughs> like, there's few interactions more awkward than like walking out and there's someone there and you're like, hey, yeah, we're both here, you know, and like we're both here crying and like, you know, <laughs> no, it's true. There was one time there was a guy who was before me for a very long time, years. And one day I walked into her office and her little pad was right there. And I just happened to catch what was on it. And it said, Osama bin Laden. Whoa. <laughs> she was like, so that was like her only note from his session. Man. Osama bin Laden. I would pay. I would pay to look at the, look at shrinks notes of people that I have like for myself, of course, but for people <laughs> I have not like, I would, I would buy, I would buy on eBay shrinks notebooks. I would, I would love to That's look hilarious. at that. That's hilarious. Just random shrinks notebooks. Just to, to see. just see, just to see what that interaction is like and what they're noting down. I'm in the market for a new therapist. Um, if anybody, if anybody knows anybody, <laughs> if anybody's there and wants to fucking treat me, I need to learn. I don't know how to communicate, but I, but I don't know how to advocate for myself, how to confront situations without unless I'm being reactive. I don't know how to proactively confront situations very well. And I want to get better at it. I want to get better at all of my communication. I'm kind of like I was saying at the top of this, what I'm finding an, under all of the trauma is that I'm just kind of a wimp. But you're not a wimp. You just have things, you have times when you feel like you're not advocating for yourself. So you feel wimpy, but. Or I'm just avoiding things. And I'm just like, I want to stop avoiding things. And I want to stop getting to the point of like blowing up. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's yeah. got, like, I want to be able to like let that shit out. And I'm, I'm kind of a scared person. Anyway, I want a new therapist and I'm, um, I felt like I had gone, do you ever have this? I felt like I had gone as far as I could with the last person. I was just like, okay, we're, we're done. I could tell we're done. I need a new, right. I need a new person. I'd been with that person for six years and I was like, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Are you, even if you haven't like solved everything, cause when do you ever do that? Never. You've got, you've gone as far as you can with that person. They're not going to give you any new answers. They're not going to ask you any new questions that are going to make you think any new things. Yeah. And they're just bringing up the same things again. And you're like, no, that's not it. That's not, that's, what, no, what, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst when they make a point and you're like, no, sorry, that's not it. That's, that's not it. Or you're sitting there and you're like, are you dumb? Like, sometimes I'll be like, is my shrink <laughs> dumb? Like, and then, but is it, or am I like, am I just, is this just my reticence to the therapy? It's so it's the therapist relationship is so hard. <laughs> so. It's hard. I mean, I have, I have like, I do behavioral therapy now. It's, it's not incredibly deep. Mm. You know, it's not about my childhood. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that kind of therapy I've done all I can. I can't, what I've, I, I, I have relived what I care to relive. I have figured out what I care to figure out. And like, you know, and I had like, I had a different kind of strength, like when I was in crisis, it was yeah. a very different thing than what I feel like I have now. But did I ever tell you about when I was 12 years old? I was, I, 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 my, my parents sent me to a therapist. I was always going to therapists. Okay. And, um, you didn't tell me this. I'm talking and I'm like talking about who the fuck knows what, like, you know, 12th grade, you know, I mean, that seventh grade dance yeah. or some boy I have a crush on or how I don't like math. Right. And right. he looks at me and he goes like, what the fuck am I talking about in therapy at 12? Yeah. And he looks at me and he's like, do you ever wish you had a penis? What? <laughs> I did not see that coming. That is not. Well, who would? Who would? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. We, oh my God. We had a situation where my parents decided, my, you know, Italian teenage working class parents decided I might need a therapist in high school. And they, they brought me to a therapist and it was like, I had never seen a house like this. It was at her house. And there were like Tiffany lamps and like fine rugs. And we went in the three of us and, you know, she accurately pointed out some things to my parents that my parents did not want to have pointed out. And on the ride home, we we're never going to see her again. My mom was <laughs> like, she's a man hater. And I was like, <laughs> Cause she pointed out that maybe my dad was like really aggressive and like nobody was having it. And I was like, I liked her and her books. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. oh no. Yeah, totally. Oh, no. And then I went to a, um, 
a friend of theirs who was a therapist whose main therapy was putting crystals on you. Oh, wow. Yep. It was a total, and I had to pay. I had to pay myself. I had to pay for therapy. So really? I, it was, she was, she was only $50 an hour, but I had to pay out of my, and I just never paid her. And then she would call me <laughs> and then we'd have to have therapy about how I didn't pay her. Like, oh my was, God. It was so, it was like the worst. It was the worst because like, honestly, when you get into like crystals and shit, it's just like this, you know, something's wrong. Like this, even when you're like 16. No, no, it's true. I remember when I was having bad migraines and um, when I was at Lucky and everybody had a suggestion. And one friend was like, you must go see when you're in LA, you must go see this homeopathic doctor. I swear to God, they've helped other people. And I was, I would do things just to shut people up. You know, I would go and try. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm talking to the office manager, whoever for this doctor and they're like, and we need you not to drink coffee already. I'm like blowing it off. I can't not drink coffee in the morning. And we need you to wear all white. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, if the coffee didn't already make me certain I wasn't going to go here. I mean, I did eventually quit drinking coffee because it can help with migraines, but too much coffee can be bad. Anyway, yeah, wear white. Yeah, wear white, wear white. No, I mean, it's funny. It's, it's hard to know. Because Western medicine lets women down so often and doesn't believe us and will say things like, oh, you're just stressed. You know, of course we seek out alternative therapies and it's yeah. hard to know where that line is. You know, like I, like I've discussed, I have gotten, I've gotten a lot out of people. I should have never gotten anything out of energy healers, cranial sacral therapy, I think is a revelation. I don't know mm -hmm. why. There's, there's no reason, but it just has, I've been in the right place at the right time and it's just felt good. And maybe it's all psychosomatic, but you know, sometimes that shit works, but there are times when you're just like, no, I, if I yeah. start sniffing this oil, it's not going to change shit. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I think, you know, doctors who can do a combination and I should say, I'm feeling bad because I feel like we should say we are both very in favor of mental health professionals, which we just oh kind my, of bashed Oh my God. I love mental health professionals. Please continue. To, oh God, you're right. Cause I don't want to be like that at all. I love therapy. There's, I, <laughs> I, I love my ch child's therapist, everybody. Do you ever get bored by your own therapy? Of course. I get so bored. Well, Especially because my last therapist was just trauma therapy. So it was just this, and it was EMDR, which is you're just part of it was EMDR. So you're just reprocessing the same memory mm -hmm. every week for like, this could go on forever, I guess. What else do you see in this memory? And like, yes, of course, my one reluctance to having a new therapist coming up is that I'm going to have to tell the whole story again. I don't I want know. to tell the story. I think I wrote the book partially just here. Here's a, <laughs> here's a primer. <laughs> That's hilarious. But it is true. The whole having to tell the whole story all over again is, is, is a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants it? Who wants it? Um, no, but I love I love mental health professionals. It is just about finding the right fit, the right chemistry. And look, yeah. if you're privileged enough to be in therapy, I think everybody should be in therapy, honestly. It helps. It does. Everybody should have access to it, that's for sure. For sure. Let's take a quick break from some ads. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. 
I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin, and I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry leading sustainability standards. You know, I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Ah. Okay. So you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. I went to see a delightful film this weekend. What did you see? I went to see Bottoms. Oh, I heard that's delightful. Oh, it was, it was such a fun, raunchy, lesbian, fight club, high school comedy. I was like, this is wonderful. And I'm not going to remember anybody who's in it. It's the girl from The Bear, who I love, who's amazing. The main girl from The Bear. And then that other woman who... I don't, I can't, I can't remember either. Of them. I know who she is. She was in a movie that I remember. It was another lesbian movie. Yes. Yes. It was, I an believe. yes, it was another India. It was another India lesbian movie. Anyway, it was so, it really, I left it feeling like, oh, the kids are all right. It was really great. And you went to a theater to do this. I did. I went to the Alamo Draft House and I had a bottomless bowl of truffle popcorn and a vodka tonic oh. at two o'clock in the afternoon. No, the Alamo Draft House is like a revelation. There's one near me too. It's a revelation. It's how it's how movies should be with waiter service. With waiter service. It, like if you could get queso in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's almost too good. It's almost too much. No, I will drop so much money because it's just so thrilling to turn to to order again and turn the light on. It's just amazing. Yes. <laughs> just I can't no, believe it. No, they come and yes. they, it, 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 the whole thing is very cool. Yeah. No, I think the whole thing is very cool. You know what we need to talk about? We need to talk about your hair, which is amazing. It looks so good, and you need to explain why this has been a journey. My hair has never looked better. It looks incredible. Never. And there's a reason for it. And there's a reason for it. Yes. A very simple reason for it. It is not my hair. It is not my hair. I have extremely thin hair. That you got from like a straightening treatment, right? Didn't you have I think I think the straightening treatment coupled with the fact that it was a period of time during which I lost a lot of weight very quickly. Okay. And was going through a lot of stress. Just right. You know, and so any one of those things, but the three things together, the hair straightening was a Shonda. That was a disaster. Yeah. But that was years ago. So my hair is very thin and, um, it was getting there and I have extensions because right. my, I had extensions cause my hair was so thin, but it, it got to the point where on top it was so thin that you could see my scalp and it just didn't look good. It looked really bad. And I was wearing it on the top of my head every day because there was no other way to wear it that you couldn't see my scalp. I went and talked to my hairdresser because I'm like, you know, the extensions aren't doing it anymore. We got to do something else. So now I have a hairpiece that is that is fused into it. It's like it's round and it's 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 like lace, and you you pull your real hair through it so it doesn't just look like you plopped this thing on top of your head. Yeah, yeah. And it like I use. I mean, whenever it rains, I would always pull my hair back because it would frizz like crazy. Yeah. 
now, like yesterday, I was walking in the rain. It just made it look better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like to have good hair is such a revelation. I've never had good hair. Yeah. And it's so, yes, I, I, I'm sharing that because I think that I don't want to be embarrassed by it. And I don't want people who do similar things to be embarrassed by it. I, I think it looks incredible. And I don't think you should be embarrassed by it at all. And also it just, it looks, it looks great. You have amazing hair. So why not have that experience of having amazing hair without having to wear a wig? Without having to wear a wig, you don't have, you don't take it off and on. It's there. It stays on for four weeks, and then you then your hair starts to grow. So you have to get it re put on. So and you, and then you can wash it, right? You can wash it. You can swim with it. You can do all that shit. That's amazing. And wait, and wait. So you don't have extensions anymore. I, I don't have extensions. I have about twice as much hair as I did with the extensions because there wasn't much hair to put the extensions on toward the end. This is, I, I can't believe that they have, I feel like this is like a revelation. I didn't know that this was a, I, this is something new that I had never heard of before. Yeah. No, it's a thing. It's a thing. And I've seen, you know, lots of women have really thin hair, like no hair on top, like male pattern baldness on yeah. top. Yeah. And it can even help with that. Right. But it's easier if you have some on top that they can weave it through. They can weave it through. They, there needs to be some hair. It's, it's, it's like a round thing. I'm not describing. Yeah, no, no. It's like, it's like a, it's like a cap. It's like a cap. It's a cap. We're, we're doing all kinds of visuals listeners. You can't hear, (laughs) but basically we're, we're showing you like the diameter around the top of your head. It's like a cap. It's like what I imagine is how they used to do highlights, which is they put a cap on your head and then they pull hair through it. And it was always a horrible disaster, but I imagine for this, it would work really well. It's like Barbie. It's like actually like doll, how they pull the, the hair through a doll. It is yes. like doll hair. It's like doll it hair. It is exactly like doll hair. Yeah. It is. It is stupidly expensive. I will say that. Okay. Um, it is like, I, I, I think one of the reasons I don't really do injections and shit like that, or I got eyelash extensions once and never did it again, is I feel like this is the thing. I, this is the beauty thing I spend my money on. Yeah, because you don't get a ton of you don't get a ton of um you don't get a ton of anything. You don't get you don't go into, you know, the dermatologist and get cosmetic procedures. This is this is your thing. I think I get I think I get more than you do. Um or more consistently. Um Yeah, you do more consistently. I do more consistently lasers and shit. Um but yeah, no, it looks amazing. It it like honestly, it like your hair looks like the hair of like a a 30-year-old. It's crazy. I mean, it makes you realize that actresses are wearing wigs and extensions all the time. Oh, my friend who's a showrunner told me that no, there is not one actress who that's their real hair. There's not not one, not one. I mean, you could tell with someone like Nicole Kibben that like she's just there's just like wigs aplenty. Like it's just always some kind of wig. Yeah. Someone told me, I don't remember who it was, but that Nicole Kibben's natural hair is very frizzy and gray now. I'm sure. I'm sure. And you know what? Why shouldn't women be doing this? Men have been doing this shit for years. Yeah, no shit. No, women should be doing it. I mean, and it, you know, it's traumatic for a man to start losing his hair, but for when a woman starts losing her hair, it it is, it is a different kind of traumatic. It really is. It really is. It is. And it's, and it's so funny that nobody really talks about it. I mean, and I, my whole life, nobody talked to me about this. I didn't grow. I grew up with like a million grandmothers and nobody talked about the fact that like I was going to have a doll ponytail at some point, like my hair was yeah. going to be so thin. It was just going to totally change. Nobody discusses because even if you have a full head of gray hair, that hair is just so much different than the hair you knew your whole adult life. No, gray hair can go. I mean, I, I I met a woman the other day, a hairdresser, actually, who had beautiful gray hair and great texture. But that's not how it works for most people. It gets it gets really um, coarse or thick or like it's like fine and it's like limp. It's just a different it's just total. It's just a totally different texture. Like my hair is blonde, but I mean, dyed blonde. But the texture of it is the texture of a gray hair because I have gray. Yeah. I'm half gray at this point. Um, although a weird thing happened to me, I don't know why my eyebrows are growing back in dark and I don't know why my eyebrows were going gray and they started going dark again. That's fascinating. I I have no, I have no idea. These are not penciled and they are like brown. 
I don't know why my eyebrows started getting thicker and browner. (laughs) And you're not doing anything. It has to be something you're eating or something you're putting on your face. It has to be. It has to be, but I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe it's Nutrafol, but I've been on that for two years. I don't know. Anyway, my eyebrows started getting like, they started coming in again. I don't know why. That is hilarious. I don't know why. Like my eyebrows and my mustache and like, you know, whatever. All right. Oh, I've got some wiry hairs on my chin these days. The chin is one thing. The chin is like, just like the chin is like a, is like a grandma, but the mustache is like a young man. (laughs) 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 It's, it's like dark and, and virile and just like, it's not gray at all, but the chin is gray. It's so crazy. I have, as I have discussed many times, I wish I could grow a full beard and mustache. I would first off just for the curiosity of it, but second Mm -hmm. off to hide the neck. Um, but anyway, we are getting way too into vanity talk and we are going to get in so much trouble, um, about it. So we should, we should stop. We should move on. We should move on. You are going to talk about shopping. I am still on a quest for jeans. I am still on a quest for jeans. Um, a listener in our Facebook group posted a pair of Zara jeans that look really good. They look kind of like already broken in. They're a straight leg, not too high of a waist. They were $45. Mm-hmm. I just ordered them. I'm waiting for them to come. I am on a jeans quest. I just want the right pair of jeans. I sort of do too. And I I, I know, and I don't want to order stuff. Cause I don't know what's I'm different sizes in different brands and different jeans within yes. the different brands. And I'm like, you know, size 10, 12, they don't usually keep those sizes in stores. They sell them, right? but they run really short in stores and it's a huge pain in the ass. And my body is weird. I don't, I don't wear the same. I can't just put on the same type of jean and expect it to look good. Jeans are so hard. They're so hard. They're so hard, but I just, I'm craving them. Like I felt like I was giving them up for life. Like I was like, okay, that's it. Me and jeans are, we're just done. But Mm -hmm. now I've been really like craving, I've been craving a a new jean, like with a white button down and a belt, like, Oh, you know, like, (laughs) So I'm trying out a bunch of, I'm trying out a bunch of things and I did go to the store and, um, you know, they had like citizens of humanity, like those are still a thing. And all the jeans were like $300. And I was like, I don't want to spend $300 for a pair of jeans. And also they're all like weird at the bottom. Now everything's like, there's like, I don't know if you've noticed this. There's a real puddle up at the bottom of pants right now. Yeah. I have noticed. I don't want a puddle up at the bottom. I know I could get them tailored, but like, it's part of the cut. I feel like. Yeah. I know all my jeans are a little cropped and it's, 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 I don't, I don't like them when they puddle on the bottom. Although the pair I'm wearing today are a kind of carpenter jeans. So they will. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the look right now is like, I'm wearing, I'm a little kid wearing daddy suit. Like, I feel like yes. there's like a big, like, there's like, yes. remember those rail, those railway pictures of the children, those disgusting black and white romance railway pictures of old timey children where like there will be one pop of color in the picture. It would be like the rose and it would be like <laughs> the boy would be dressed in a suit and the girl would be dressed in a dress and it would be like, we're in love. But it was, do you remember this? <laughs> sort of sort of the one color thing in the black and white photo sounds very familiar there were there were there was children this was i think this was a big 80s thing it was like there was okay so it's a fetish okay so let's just overall category fetishization of children of any kind so the ann gettys photos were like children were like peas like children were suddenly like a a pumpkin or something. There's like, right, do, right, do you remember right. this? And Getty's yes, like, yes, I do remember that. Yes. She would have babies in stockings. Okay. So like, and then like Celine Dion was really into the Ann Gettys aesthetic. Like I'm going to have to put this all on our Instagram in case anyone has not remembered this or has disassociated and blocked it out because it was, it was grotesque. Okay. <laughs> like weird baby photos. But an extension of that is this, what I'm talking about, which is they were on cards a lot. It was a black and white, maybe it was sepia 
boy sepia boy like little boy in like a man's like a 50s like man hat and like he's in a suit but the suit is way too big for him and he's with a a little girl and they're at the train saying goodbye and he's giving her a rose or something it was like romance between children I can't believe you don't remember this phenomenon. Like there were posters, like this was like a girl poster in dorm rooms thing. It was like as much as like the hunk, because there was also this other trope, which was like hunk, shirtless hunk holding a baby. Yes, yes. Okay. That's, a whole, that's a whole one. Like the newborn baby that fits in his hand. Yes. yes. And he's just like, oh, I'm a man holding a baby and look at my abs. <laughs> <laughs> So that that was the thing that was happening for a while. That is so funny. How are people? I guess now the fetishization is like the gender reveal things. Oh, disgusting. Just disgusting. It's all disgusting. I was thinking the other day that like I'm so far away from having a baby. Like I feel as far away from having a baby as I did like from babies, like the babies being in my life as I did in my twenties, I think, because now like, wow, there's no babies around. Do you have a lot of babies in your life? Well, my, my very good friend, Michelle lives right around the corner. She's the one who was pregnant at my wedding. Okay. And she has, she has a toddler and a, and a newborn. Okay. Not so newborn, but like, you know, four months old. So you do have Um, some babies. so I do have some babies, but no, I remember the moment when I realized like looking on social media that all of the assistants at Lucky had had children, right? Like all the people who were in their early twenties when I met them are now in their late thirties and even forties and have families. Yeah. Like that really struck me because, you know, for a long time I was sort of hang on to the idea that it was still something I could do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then at a certain point it was like, oh, no, 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 this is, you know, first of all, I don't think I ever really wanted to do it alone. Yeah. I knew that about myself. Yeah. 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 But at a certain point it just became like, okay, now it's just definitively not going to happen. You know, like the assistants are having babies. The assistants are having babies, but also it just feels like they're just, they're entering baby jail. You know, like, it's just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to see you for another six years. No, it's true. And there was an interesting piece in New York magazine that, that I read some of, I didn't read all of it, but it was about what, you know, how babies can get in the way of adult friendship. And they really do. I mean, I feel like some of my friends are coming out of baby jail. And so I see them more and they're free and their kids can take care of themselves at night if they go out to dinner. That's right. That's right. But, um, baby jail was, yeah, I love Seth Rogen for many reasons, but he's like, I don't want to have kids. It just doesn't look fun. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. He's turned out to just be the best. I mean, we talk I about have what, such. A, yes, we talk about him a lot, but he's the best. Crush. He's the best. I have such a crush on him. What do we? What? What could be better? Like a smart, funny, kind of Hamish pothead. Perfect. No, yeah, exactly. I know. I know. Perfect. Yeah, Seth Rogen. He's he's one of my unlikely crushes. Yeah, he's he's a he's a well, I don't feel like we would be compatible weirdly, but I I can see I I I do I I could see the value of him. I really I I I cherish Seth Rogen. I do too. Oh my god, you know who died this morning? Speaking of Diane Feinstein. Diane, I can't believe it. I mean, I can. Well, she was a hundred million years old, so it's not that surprising. And she had been in failing health. I know. But it is weird. Like she's one of those people who you just think she's she's there are people who you think are already dead and there are people who you think still have time to live. Like, you know how you're like, oh, so and so died. I thought he was already dead. Yes, yes, yes. And then there's other people you're like, I can't believe how young this person died. You know, um, my sister-in-law, the, the interesting thing, I was re-looking at YouTube this morning because mm-hmm. one of the first time I became aware of Diane Feinstein at all or first saw her was when Harvey Milk was shot. Yeah. And she was the one who held the press conference. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, it you know, it's a real time capsule and very, you know, upsetting to watch, you know, and, and the people are clearly upset as they're hearing this news. And it turns out my sister-in-law, Shereem's father, was the comptroller of the city of San Francisco. He was there that day. Wow. He was there that day. And Shereem said that later that evening, Joan Baez Mm -hmm. came and played guitar for the people who worked with Harvey Milk and gave like a private concert to like 30 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'd like to really work for a long time, but I don't want to be, I do not want to be going to work at 90. No. Like, no, I, I, I think there's a real, I mean, you know, people talk now also about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and how Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have thought to retire at a time when she could be replaced by someone with her politics, you know, but there's something that clicks in with people, you know, certain people can't ever stop with the work. Well, yeah, because I think, I mean, it's hard to imagine a life for yourself and that's it. I mean, imagine the grief you have to go through when you've had a giant career like that. There must be a a degree of grief of letting go. I'm sure there's a degree of grief, but I think it also has to do with how good a job you've done during all the years you've been working of creating other signposts for yourself. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think that probably part of it is like, I see some of it. It's similar to the things I see with my 13 year old who is really in between being a child and being an adult. And I see my kid not wanting to let go of certain things because if they let go Hmm. of certain things, they're letting go of childhood and they're not quite ready yet. Right. It's a transition. I think that the reason these people don't want to retire is because it really just marks a transition. Like it's like, okay, well now I'm, now I'm marching to the grave. But the thing is the grave's going to come either way. Anyway. And you, how do you want to fucking spend your time fucking it? being wheeled into Congress, not like ruining your legacy because you're, you're, you're gone. You can't, you cannot perform at the, at the rate you performed before. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's sick. It's, this is all about ambition really ultimately and about work and identity. I always think about Art Cooper, who was the editor of GQ for many years, a little bit of a lech, but a very smart guy who really um, turned that magazine from like a very small trade publication into what it became. Right. And he was, you know, I, I can't say this with 100% accuracy, but there were those who thought he was eased out of his job at Condé Nast and that he was not, he did not decide to retire, but was retired. And I was at his going away lunch and he said, now all, I mean, his going away, like thing right. the four seasons. And he's like, all of you are taking me out to lunch now. So he was at lunch a couple weeks later with an editor who had admired him his entire career when he had a stroke and died at the Four Seasons. You know, his entire identity was that job. Yeah. And that was like, um, who was the guy at Condé Nast who died? Steve. Steve, what was his name? Who died? He had a heart attack at some lunch, too. He was like one of the publishers of uh, Condé Nast. I forget his name. Steve Florio. Oh, are you thinking of Steve Florio? Yes. Yes. He was a CEO. Yeah. Yeah. He was CEO. And he died. He similarly, like, I don't want that. I don't know what I want toward the end of this, you know, that this like, because, you know, I'm in the last, we're we're all in the last third of our careers, you know, at least, if not our lives. And I don't want that. I don't know. I'm going to be real intentional about how I go out, you know, if I can be. God, if I can be. You're going to get, you're going to have things like, you're going to start looming like crazy. You're going to just be weaving things and you're going (laughs) to be like a really disciplined weaver who like wakes up at seven and is looming already by 7.15 I mean, you're just going to take all your work <laughs> attitudes and turn it into your hobbies. I mean, I hope I, I hope I'm just like, uh, Julia, why can't I remember anything today? The, the artist's way, Julia Cameron, I hope I'm like just writing books like forever. Like, yeah. I hope I'm doing, sh- I hope I'm doing shit that makes me feel engaged in a way that is also not dragging other people down, you know, <laughs> that's I the agree. thing. That's the thing, you know? It was part of why I also didn't want to be a manager anymore because I felt like I didn't want to do it. And I, I, you know how you see your manager just stay in there for way longer than they should? Like they're not into it anymore. They don't want to be a boss anymore. And I never want to be that person who's just like phoning it in and like affecting other people's lives, you know? No, I think that's good. I think that's important. I have certainly have no desire to ever be a manager again. No, no, I know. I know. It's weird. It's weird. Um, well, listen, th- this is it. We're at, we're at 50 minutes here. 
We made a whole episode. We made a whole episode. Thanks everybody for listening to us, putting up with us when we, um, we don't necessarily have an agenda to talk about. Um, and thanks for listening to everything is fine. We're your hosts. I'm, I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. <laughs> if you like the show, please rate and review it on the platforms wherever you listen to podcasts, particularly Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show, helps the show grow. If you want to support the production of the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash everything is fine. We do live events there. We do um, blogging there. We do special episodes there. If you want to follow us on social media, we're on Facebook with a robust and private Facebook group. We're on Instagram at EIF Podcast. You can find Kim on her Substack, kimfrance.substack.com, which is also called Girls of a Certain Age. You can find me, and this is new, at Jen Romolini's Vanity on Instagram. That's where I'm going to be putting all beauty recommendations. I'll put it in the show notes. The show is mixed and edited by the great Natalie Rivera. Thank you, Natalie. This one was all over the place. Sorry Sorry. about this week. (laughs) And we'll be back next week. 